Hello and welcome back to Film and Other Drugs with your hosts Nora and Selma. We hope you enjoyed your Hannibal break and you're ready for some more. I know I'm really excited for season two. Um, yeah. I like that we've had this break. Yes, I'm really looking forward to this season. It really, uh, it gets exciting and very sassy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's just like so much drama and plotting and scheming. Mm-hmm. It's such a different vibe to season one, right? Just, it is. Like, uh, I feel like everybody's mood is very shifted now because... You know, they're all thinking about the elephant in the room. You know, they've been friends with this serial killer all along for Shane, you know, so they're all yeah. freaking out about that. Yeah, and it's interesting to see how everyone has, like, different freakouts, like, whether it's... Well, I mean, we can get into it, but it's it's also a fascinating insight into individual characters, even, like, Beverly and um, ah. uh, Hannibal's psychiatrist and stuff. But yeah. yeah. Hannibal's psychiatrist and Jack's. Oh, wait, Jax? Jack has a has a psychiatrist this uh this season. I was very surprised. I don't remember if he comes out in more than one episode, but Ooh. I feel like he does. I don't know why. I'm looking forward. To okay. Um, so uh, episode one, Kaiseki, I think it is. I'm not sure how to say that. Um. Should I? Am I introducing? I actually forgot. Sorry, audience. Um, so, well, it kaiseki yeah. means it's a highly ritualized Japanese meal characterized by small portions, subtle flavors, and an artful presentation. And it's got an emphasis on fresh seasonal ingredients. So it seems like the theme for this season is uh, Japanese dining so to speak yeah i think the first one was like french dining maybe mm -hmm. i think so yeah yeah and i th it seems to i don't know if we have as much if we had as much of a focus on like aesthetics in the first one but this season seems a little bit more like hannibal gets to be himself and we see a lot more of his yeah um, his work <laughs> like he's blooming or something i'm not sure it just seems like he has his aesthetic has really taken over the uh the episodes this time where it just seems more posh more elegant more you know bougie <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um and yeah so this episode's about will continuing to assert that he's innocent and hannibal and jack come to terms with the fact that he's in jail and actually it's really interesting seeing Hannibal emote so much in this seat, um, the first few episodes, like he almost feels like he's always on the brink of tears, which I don't know. I, I honestly, I think he probably is like, I oh. think he's really missing Will. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I don't think he quite understands it himself, you know, like I think it's a mystery to him too, as to why he feels, cause I mean, he could totally let this go now. Like he doesn't have to insert himself into any of this anymore use this as an opportunity to run i assume mm -hmm. yeah i guess and that would look strange maybe it i mean it might like he just doesn't have to be so like involved exactly and and yet he, there he is like really trying to stay involved 
<laughs> but I mean, I guess he's trying to also not look suspicious. So, I mean, extricating himself from the situation would yeah. require delicate uh, <laughs> tactics, I think. Yeah, for sure. I guess he also wants to know if Will remembers, because I guess he used something to frame Will, because I don't know if it's this episode that we see... I mean, Will says to Hannibal, like, I will... I don't know, is it this episode we said I will remember? There will be a reckoning at the end of this episode? I think it was at the end of this episode. And if not this one, it was at the end of the last episode of the last season. I think. No, I think you're right. I think it might have been this episode. Yeah. Um, So we... Yes, yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I wrote down here. <laughs> we we have to like um like he has to f- figure out what happened to him, and so we're waiting for his memory to come back. I think we get glimpses of what happened because at, in the last season, at the end, we see. Oh no, we might not see what Hannibal does until this episode. But regardless, there's something that the audience knows that Will doesn't quite yet, and so we're we're tentatively like we're waiting for him to get that memory back and I think that's another reason Hannibal stays to just to make sure Will's memories stay like down or forgotten but I'm sh- I'm sure Hannibal knows how this stuff works he drugged him I assume and I think he's he's pretty adept at drugging people I yeah. think what we remember from the last uh season and episode is that you know we know that he was with Abigail and we know that it was him that hurt Abigail but it's like, how did he hurt her? Is she actually dead? And yeah. he obviously was the one that had the ear to begin with. So how did he get it in Will's throat? So, you know, we're we're sitting here on pins and needles wondering how did he do that? But, you know, just like Will, we don't know how, but we know it was him. <laughs> yeah. We just don't know how he did it. Yeah. I thought it was really funny in the beginning when um after uh that opening sequence, you know, where it's him and Jack fighting and having that, you know, very uh, ballet-like fight. Uh, oh my gosh, fight. yeah, we didn't talk about the beginning. <laughs> it was very cool, very I'm neat. I'm so desensitized to it. I've seen it so many times. <laughs> but oh my god, the first time. Do you remember the first yes. time watching that? I oh, do, I, I do. So confused. I know, I was like, did I miss something? What's happening? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forget that shows do that the whole like mm-hmm. the, 12 this, weeks later yeah 12 <laughs> weeks earlier I was like no <laughs> um but go on sorry interrupt that was an amazing scene wasn't it I know I thought so too I thought it was really funny like the next scene where it goes like straight from them fighting to um them having dinner together and yeah. like he's just so cheeky like throughout this whole scene where he's like one of the first things he says is i never feel guilty for eating anything i'm like oh my goodness (laughs) oh my god there are so many i wrote down so many lines because Mm -hmm. there's so many things that like you said this this season is sassy so if you like sass you're gonna love this season for real for real i liked the part where jack's like what kind of fish is this and he's like oh he was a flounder i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> like he was floundering for a little fish yeah. it is almost like hannibal um with will in prison 
for his crimes, Hannibal feels comfortable to be himself. But I, I wonder if he's thinking, oh, this is going to be so funny when you guys know it was me. Like, I need mm-hmm. to drop all the hints. And it's like, it's almost like a, a panto when there's like, they're behind you. Or like one of those things where it's almost comical. It's like, you are dining with the wolf. It's just... So true. That is, yes, that is a very accurate description of what's going on here. It's like his little secret yeah. that he's the bad guy and nobody knows. And yet there he is amongst them all. Yeah, it it, it is almost ridiculous that no one um has any faith in will and i think that that might be a a point towards like people not believing people with mental illness or yeah disabilities and stuff it's like oh well you are the one having you know losing time and sleepwalking and how how i I don't know it kind of feels ridiculous like come on he when he said to jack i'm not the um psycho psychological i can't remember what he says intelligent psychopath that's it oh yeah he's he's like i'm not the intelligent psychopath you're looking for he reminded me he reminded me of the line from uh star wars these are not the drones you're looking or the droids you're looking for (laughs) which i don't remember that oh it's like when the uh the jedi mind trick you know these are not the droids you're looking for uh, and he they wave their hand and they like can be it's a jedi mind trick so they can tell you what to think and oh so that way you're distracted you're looking somewhere else you know it's just yeah, so yeah. funny the way he worded it it was just like that yeah i also was like okay well we get it you're an intelligent psychopath <laughs> maybe i mean he might not have meant that but um it's like yeah Hannibal insisting on being um, investigated, like he's really trying his best to just not be suspicious. Like, don't be suspicious. <laughs> I, I'm not the bad guy here, you know. Poor Will, but you know, you got to do your due diligence. He's just so <laughs> like if you wouldn't, if you didn't know his bad side, it would seem totally legit. He's so good. He's a great little actor within an actor, you know, Hannibal. Exactly, yeah. He plays that um, person in power part really well because Mm -hmm. I've seen people in power, like, in my own life go, no, yeah, yeah, you should totally, like, um, check to see. But I know they're bluffing, and I'm like, wow. (laughs) It's because they already know, like, people will believe them. Like, the more honest you seem, the, the more honest they think you are. Yeah. Um, I I swear, Chilton is such, he's such a, I don't even, like, I, I know he's a drama queen, but that's not what's happening right now. But he is just so very um, eager to try and, and be the one to show everybody that, you know, he's the one that cracked the code on Will and that... You know, he's finally the one that has him in his clutches. You know, he's so all... insecure. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, it just—he seems so happy to have Will locked up in a cage in his little prison. A little too pleased about it, honestly. Yeah, Hannibal. Um, <clears throat> Hannibal seemed like basically gift wrapped Will for Chilton. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the uh, at the beginning when we're looking at um not the not the very beginning after the fight scene and the dinner scene with Hannibal 
I think it's Jack and Alana and the lawyer, the lawyer from Sex and the City, who also was a lawyer in that show. Oh, yeah. And uh, the way he's describing, like, what he went through and, like, the thing that Alana's suing him for or whatever she's doing, she's, like, taking him to court for, like, misjudgment or mismanaging Will. Oh, yeah, she's reporting him to, yeah. to his superiors, basically. Exactly. Did you at any point just listening to that go, oh, did Jack do anything wrong? Because say Hannibal had treated Will or the encephalitis and, and caught it super early, and like, oh yeah, dude, just, you know, you need to be in hospital and take care of this. Surely Will wouldn't have broken down to that extent and Jack wouldn't have been in trouble. So is it Jack's fault, technically? I don't know. Kind of like, uh, it's a like question of... I feel like, I, honestly, with Jack, I feel like he saw that there was something going on. He could recognize that that Will was not tip-top and not going at 100%. But I think he just wanted to ignore it because that was not his priority. You okay. know, his priority was finding the other killer. Or in some cases, he was distracted about wanting to figure out, you know, where his old employee that the the missing um, agent is, you know, and then his wife, like he's just very distracted yeah. by his whole life. So that in this situation, like he just doesn't even want to deal with Will's problems. He's like, just fix it because I need you to do this other thing that's way more important than your problems, you know? And, and I think he looked to Hannibal to try to solve this problem for him. Like he delegated it to him. And he was mm. just hoping that he didn't have to, like, insert himself or step in. Like, just handle it for me so that way I can deal with everything else. And yeah. in that, I think he misjudged what was important at the time. And instead of, you know, seeing that yeah. his agent was a person that was having trouble, he just saw him as a tool to use and until he broke. This is like when you're choosing not to know, I suppose. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's just, he decided and, he wasn't going to notice. And it and it could have been life-threatening, or it is, um, in a way, because mm -hmm. if Jack had stepped in at any point, perhaps a lot of other things wouldn't have happened. So yeah, I, I guess that's what I needed to discuss to understand how I felt, because I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, is Jack responsible? But then hearing what you've said now, he was extremely selfish and yeah ignorant and that is something we have to be responsible for honestly it was a perfect storm for Hannibal to you know use the fact that Jack had a kind of a one-track mind one and two was very distracted and three was more than happy to shift all the responsibility of Will's health and well-being onto Hannibal and I mean, it's like gift wrapping your child and handing it off to a wolf and expecting it to take care of it for you. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, and I guess he already knew this about Jack because of um, uh, Miriam. And so mm -hmm. all he had to do was play them very easily. Um, there were even moments when Hannibal would challenge Jack in season one and say, you know, you're taking it too far. But... Mm -hmm. It's almost like he knows that if Jack is told what to do, Jack will double down and not do that. 
Yeah, yeah, Hannibal is very manipulative. You're right. So Jack didn't stand a chance, honestly, when it came to Hannibal. Like the fact that he gave him carte blanche to Will was that's his downfall. Like there was no going back after that. Yep. Yeah. Um. How about some of the lines that we hear in this episode? For example, when he's talking to his um. When Hannibal's talking to his psychiatrist, Bedelia, he really is quite candid and says, I miss him. And I think that's the first time we see, um, you know, this this season is the first time we see Hannibal, like I said, crying or not crying, uh, on the brink of tears and being very emotional. Um, and so much of the time I'm like, is this manipulation? Do we see him? Do we you know what? he's genuine? I don't know. You know what I think? I think that okay, so Will is locked up. He's 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 locked up in a in a in a cage and he can't come out. And I think that Hannibal has trouble with um what's the word? Intimacy. You know, he's got walls up, he has a hard time letting people in because, you know, the kind of person that he is. Yeah. But the fact that Will is locked away. And he kind of has the secret with him, you know, where they both know that Will didn't do this, you know, but the question is, did Hannibal do it? Right. And so I feel like Hannibal feels comfortable to be more vulnerable about how he feels about Will because Will isn't actually present. He's not there and he can't go anywhere either. Yeah. And he has... He doesn't have that person to be intimate with anymore. They were like best friends in a way. Right. And I I think the fact that he misses him so much is probably what's causing him to, I don't know, be more expressive. Oh, yeah. It's like when you like break up with someone or like you're not friends with someone, but you want to be. And then you talk about them all the time to your friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly it. That's funny. Like, you know, there's so many (laughs) parallels with teen teen romance here (laughs) it's like you know what will used to do he was so funny (laughs) yeah yeah he is very like what did he say that he's he's like uh he's like i'm not obsessed i'm intrigued it's like yeah obsessively intrigued (laughs) oh man um and Bedelia is super honest as well. Like, she does not hold back. She just says something like, um, when he says, he said something about Will, and then she just directly replied with, yeah, but aren't you like that too? Or something like that. There was a lot of yeah. pushback. She, she didn't she let him have... Him. Yeah, she asked him, what can't he repress about himself? Ooh, that. Oh my god. I was like, girl, you better run. <laughs> She's brave. She really was. And later on, we see just how brave she really was. Because, yikes. (laughs) Yep. Yep, yeah. I think that's, um, yeah, the second episode is when she says, you know, well, we'll talk about it in a bit. Um, Yeah. Well, now we're getting to the part where he talked to Will himself. Like, he finally goes to see him, even though... Adelia mm-hmm. told him not to. She's like, mm-hmm. to what end? Like, what is the point? To what of end, Hannibal? <laughs> She's so sassy. It's like almost like his mother. Like, stop killing people, bitch. Like, <laughs> could you stop? Just 
<laughs> Why can't you be normal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, did you see the smile on Hannibal's face oh, when God. Will told him that he can't help but just think of him and that his voice in his head <laughs> is Hannibal's voice? Hannibal was like, mission, like, like achievement unlocked, next chance. Yes. He is so pleased with himself. <laughs> oh my god. But imagine anyone saying that to you. Wouldn't you be like, mm, okay. <laughs> He's like, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice is the only one. Oh, there's so many beautiful lines. I know, um, I know. And then he says something quite awful, though. He says, like, the light of friendship will never reach us or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, like, and I think that really gutted. Hannibal like I yeah. think he he realized what he had done mm -hmm. and he was like ah like I, I think at that point was when he started regretting his decision to frame well yeah and then then we see him sort of backtrack a bit <laughs> like okay like, Will I'm gonna get you out like I'll fix it <laughs> and there are so many like um uh, other people who want to fix it like Alana oh my god she literally said to him I want to save you and I'm like Oh, that, oh, sorry, my bad. That's the third episode. Okay, my bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I really do want to talk about everyone's individual reactions, and we'll probably have, like, time for that, because Beverly goes to see him. Everyone's interested in Will, you know? Oh, yeah, because they're, like I said, none of them can actually believe that they've been next to a serial killer this whole time. They're all kind of going through it because of it. Yeah, and, and, it, and it all really makes sense. It all fits. But I think everyone knows something is off. Yeah. And that's the why they keep going to talk to him. Whereas I think if it were Hannibal, people would be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, those <laughs> were too nice. I get it. Like, <laughs> I should have seen it. Yeah. The Whereas thing is, is... And his dogs, like you said, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Like, he's nice, but he kept everybody at arm's length. He liked his privacy. He kept to himself. He didn't like yeah. anybody. Like, he has this weird thing where yeah. he knows how serial killers think. So, yeah. you know, everybody's already, like, on edge when it comes to Will, only because he makes himself seem so mysterious. And then on top of that, he does this weird trick, this weird parlor trick, you know? So yeah. the fact that he comes, you know, he, he gets arrested by the police for being a serial killer, everybody is like, well, I guess that's what I was thinking. I guess that's yeah. what was wrong, you know? Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm, I was going to say something. Um, so, the, like you said, the trick that Will can do, Hannibal can kind of do it too. But we, yes. just, we finally start to see how similar they are. Yeah, well, they start having him consulting with the FBI, and all of a sudden he's taking Will's place. And yeah. stepping in his shoes. And he really enjoys that. Like, you can see him really reveling in, in the situation. But at the same time, like, it's surreal to him. Like, yeah. he just, he doesn't <clears throat> seem like he, like, he, he doesn't feel like this is real. At the same time, he's like, wow, this is, this is different. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wow, you guys really want my advice? You guys are so stupid. <laughs> Oh uh, my god, it's just, and, I bet in, inside he's just laughing so much. I know. And then to see all those bodies that came out of the water, I was gagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs> so disgusting. <laughs> so we've moved awful. on to episode two. But just just um, before we talk about the, the color palette and, and um, Beverly. Um, 
He says something, I think uh, they talk about individuality being breached when you're friends with someone. Um, I don't remember if it was Bedelia or someone who said that. And I, and I think that, that we see how Hannibal has a very strange concept of friendship, but I don't think it's limited to just him. Because we see this kind of dynamic play out in, as I joked before, you know, like, teen girl tropes. But also I think it kind of happens with anyone who doesn't really have a sense of um, individuality no. within the tribe. Like, mm -hmm. he isn't... He's, he always has a mask on. He has a person suit, not even a mask. Like, his whole persona is just made up. Obviously, the way he likes to present his parties and his the food, that's all genuine. But he has to fake a lot to fit in with people. And I think that's why when he becomes friends with Will, um, becoming Will is the next step. Because on, becoming Will and Will becoming him, it's almost like there is no boundary between them because he doesn't have a good like understanding of individuality. I don't know. Or maybe it's just like, a toxic relationship. <clears throat> his sense of self is, is very, I think it's fractured. You know, he's got, he has this sense of himself, right? Like who this, who he wants people to see him as, but then he's got this deep, dark secret inside that he, only shows to himself the only other people that see him oh. see him right before they die you know and so and he shares a lot of that apart from mm -hmm. the worst parts with will mm -hmm. so that would make sense that when you only you know share those parts with one person the the intimacy crosses a lot of boundaries and maybe becoming will having him in his head and then Hannibal acting like being the will role in the in the group now it just it just reflects those toxic dynamics you know like I think mirror neurons I don't know if that's a real thing but like they say when you are with someone you do start to act similarly so they say like couples become more similar to each yeah. other mm -hmm. um and I guess that can happen with very close friends but it sometimes like it freaks me out. Like, I don't know about you, but sometimes if someone like picks up my lexicon, I'm like, I say that. That is scary. Like, I, don't take my words. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I always have trouble with someone if they're like, if they want to like be too close all the time. You know, once in a while, sure, but it's like yeah. when they're there all the time, yeah. I start to clam up really fast. I don't know if it's a me thing or if it's a them thing, but that's just what I do. <laughs> I think when people don't have boundaries of their own, I know that they're going to cross mine. And oh, then yeah. I'm like, okay, no. But then yeah. there's also like, even if they have boundaries, but they they seem to cater themselves to me and I can see that, I get confused because on the one hand I'm like super selfish I'm like yes cater yourself to me <laughs> and on the other hand I'm like no this can't be good for you I've got to remind you to be yourself before you swallow us both whole <laughs> yeah exactly because then I'm like who am I and who are you and are we just the same person now so I feel like that's kind of what's happening with Will and Hannibal and Will doesn't yeah. really seem to have friendships either right apart from the people he works with Right, he was just close to his dogs, really, and anybody yeah. else that tried to get in, he was like, stop right there. <laughs> yeah, 
And there's a very clear shift now because Alana has his dogs and it's almost like, I don't know, it just seemed like a very intimate thing when she's talking yeah. about Winston. And I'm like, oh my God, she's looking yeah. after his kids, basically. Basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and this is when he tells, uh, at the very end of the first episode, that's when uh, Will, because Jack is like desperate to have Will, I guess, admit that he did this or that, you know, at least admit that he had done this, even if he was sick, but he did it. Like he wants him to admit that he did it. And when yeah. He Jack goes, wants to nail down the truth. Yeah. And he goes to see Will and Will's just like, no, I'm innocent. <laughs> I love that Will is not, like that he's not unclear about who he is anymore. I'm so happy. With him. I know it's my favorite version of Will, honestly. <laughs> yep. And he has that memory because after, okay, so Alana tried to do like, um, what's it called? Hypnotized him and tried to get him to see things or try to remember his memories, the, the, the recessed memories in his mind, but he was only seeing more metaphors. But then out of nowhere, he has that memory of uh, Hannibal shoving that, that trachea tube down his throat. And putting that, that so, oh. Right, oh, yeah, putting the ear down his throat, like Jesus, and the way he like, um, God, I only know the Spanish word. It caressed him when he caresses his face after, and he pulls the tube out, and he's like oh, trying God. to make him feel oh, better. Oh, it's so God. intimate, <laughs> like fucking scary, and I know <clears throat> it was just. Like when I saw that, I was like, "What? Like, does he see him like a like an animal, or does he love him like a person? Can he love people if he eats people? I know. Is this like a vampire thing? You know, like they want to eat the girlfriend, but they also seem to love them. I always find that confusing. Like, how do you want to eat them? And okay, anyway, that's getting weird. But <laughs> um, but yeah. So episode. Two, yes. Oh, but no, no. I keep going. Episode one is just so great. One last thing. Okay, yeah, absolutely. There will be a reckoning, and Hannibal says, "I have faith in you." What the fuck? (laughs) So arrogant. Yeah, yeah. Like he just, Daddy wants Will to believe that he did this, and he is really trying to play and pretend the innocent role here. Despite mm. the fact that Will is like, no, I know you did this. I know it was you. And Hannibal's just like, you know nothing. Be quiet. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Okay. And now I'm ready for episode two and three. <laughs> I didn't really write much for these two, so <laughs> please. Oh, don't worry. I wrote plenty. So episode two is Sakizuki, which means an appetizer similar to French amuse-bouche. And uh, the BAU team narrows in on the origin of the discarded bodies. So this time, you know, our murderer of the week is actually murderer of the season, I guess. I think perhaps he spans more than one episode this time. Um, So they're uh, working to discover the killer's artful plan while Will uh, from the asylum begins a plan of his own. So he's decided that he's going to pretend that he believes that it was him now for Alana and for Hannibal, who's seeing him on the regular now. Yeah. And he's got this, you know, 
trick up his sleeve where he's going to ease them into and, and, and keep them thinking that, that he's at least being more reasonable just yeah, to try and, to get more out of Hannibal. And breaking down, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. He's finally realizing that you, you have to play the game. And I think he's, he's trying to catch Hannibal and to get Hannibal comfortable, I think. But Bedelia already warns Hannibal, so Will is going to manipulate you. And then you're going to manipulate him too. Oh, that's right. She does. Bedelia wants none of this. Like, she's already <laughs> upset that, yeah. you know, Hannibal's trying to get her to lie to the cops. And then she's just like, you know what? I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. You, I've got, I don't know anything and I want to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. I really like to imagine her holidaying somewhere and going, ha, you try to kill me, bitch. I'm gone. <laughs> like the way her house was packed the fuck up and like, mm -hmm. even the furniture was covered. She was like, I'm going to be gone for a long time. <laughs> a like, long try time. And, me. <laughs> and she knows Hannibal is more invested in Will than her. She's safe for now. <clears throat> um, this is where we see Hannibal uh, yeah. do a, do, do a, this is my design of his own. Ooh, yes. I love that. <laughs> it was so beautiful, but also so, like, chilling. Terrifying, chilling. Yes, yes. I mean, the fact that he, once again, his sense of smell, his... His senses are so heightened that he can smell the the corn and the earth on that guy's body and put him exactly where he needed to be. Like that's crazy. Yes, it, it's it's a it's I think it's wonderful to see his like his own powers and how he uses them to hunt. Um, mm -hmm. And working with the BAU team a lot more closely and not having Will lead the um, uh, analysis or something allows him to take over for other people's crimes like it's really nice not really nice but it's really interesting to see him go actually this is amazing he he almost doesn't quite hide his you know his uh how impressed he is with this killer you know yeah he has a, a definitely a high regard for the people that they're hunting or looking for at least yeah, and he is working with the creme de la creme. Like, he is not looking at some random community um, murder. It's, it's like the BAU team is looking at it. So he has access to all these fascinating minds. Yeah, that's so true. And to, like, okay. So the fact that he's able to slip into this role, despite the fact that everybody was kind of not trusting Hannibal to begin with, but at least not like the, 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 the nerd crowd, the two guys, the two doctors and Beverly, like they didn't really like Hannibal very much, but they also barely liked Will. So it's kind of easy yeah. for Hannibal to slip into this role. Cause they're all just kind of like, okay, it's just another weirdo for us to follow, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they do. They don't feel, um, I don't know, valued or something. So it's kind of like that that thing where a new person comes into play, but they feel like they've been working with each other for a long time. So they're not, it's almost mm -hmm. like, okay, new guy. Like, yes, they've been working with Hannibal, but it's almost like we do our thing and we get so wrapped up in it. Like you said, they're nerds. So they don't mm -hmm. really focus on the drama. And I think we noticed that last season. We were like, we imagine that they like go home and have their lives and they're not, <laughs> not like Alana and Jack and everyone else who's basically 
fully affected by everything that's happening. Yes, they're always so caught up in all this drama. And those those two especially, they just go home and, like, nothing's wrong. Like, they must have, like, regular old days and they run errands and do regular stuff. Yeah, and then when they go back to work, they're just like, okay, cool, another body. Nice. Here's what happened. <laughs> so. Did you notice how scared Beverly was of Will when she went to go see him? Oh, okay. No, not not so much. But yeah, she did seem almost scared of... So like yeah, she, was... she, she used to tease him and now she's like, her teasing is a lot different, I guess. Yeah, well, she was like scared to like even get close to him, to hand him like the file and stuff. Oh, yeah, she flinched. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, girl, really? You're that? You really, like, they, they really do believe he did this. Yeah, yeah. I think it's worse because I think they liked Will a bit more than Hannibal and... Um. Yeah, it's kind of the thing where, like, if you if you say, "Do you want the guy with the dogs to be the murderer, or do you want the guy with the weird dinner parties and like <laughs> he thinks he's too good for everyone to be the murderer?" It's like you would pick Hannibal, but it's almost more terrifying when it's someone who has dogs or has like that gentle side of them. You looked at them as vulnerable because of their mental health condition, and then you're like whoa you know um i don't know also i love how she like takes will's um thoughts and then and then hannibal snitches on her in this episode he's like oh it's almost like will is in the broom with us (laughs) i know i was like oh like no hannibal you bitch (laughs) (laughs) and i bet beverly was quite taken aback at the fact that he could read her like well Oh. Like a Sunday paper, like she was plain to see, like that's got to be off-putting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think we start to see Beverly see Hannibal's um, tricks, or that he, or not his tricks, but just how good he is. And when someone's that good, you can start to mm-hmm. freak out a bit. Like you're trying you're... to hide something. Like she was yeah. trying to hide that she talked to Will, and there was no hiding it at all no no, exactly um so what did you think of the well do you remember the scene with jack and his therapist where they were talking about what you were asking about before about whether or not jack was at fault for what happened or at least for how it was able to get so bad um remind me a bit again because i i you don't remember. Okay, so so Jack is talking to his therapist and Jack mentions like they're talking about Will. He's obviously like really high on his mind now. Like he's barely even talking about his wife at this point even though she's dying. Uh but he's really, you know, really thinking about Will and he starts to take it, uh responsibility for everything. He's like this was my fault. I should have seen it. I should have yeah understood that there was something going on and I didn't and his whole his therapist is trying to really help him get over all this guilt so even he thinks that he was negligent that he was uh mis- misconduct yeah with oh yeah, yeah this is a, a really great moment for like a turning point for Jack and and throughout this season he starts to redeem himself a bit mm-hmm I agree because um, he starts to see where he was going wrong and how selfish he was being and he doesn't allow himself to make the same mistake, which is really good. <laughs> yeah. I um, thought it was absolutely hilarious when 
they find the human mural uh, from the killer of the week and the guy, the, the murderer that, that Hannibal, you know, came, came upon and killed himself. He took the leg. Oh my like, God. How yeah, did they not? That. Sorry. <laughs> how did they not understand like what's happening here? Why is he missing a leg? Like really? Like really? Yeah. Nobody else was missing body parts. <laughs> yeah. Plot hole. Like, you know, it's a pretty beautiful mural, and then you've got one with a missing leg. It's just really weird that they didn't see it, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Hannibal and I think Jack are standing outside Will's cage thing, and, and Will says something like, um, he took a piece with him. Um, I noticed Hannibal couldn't make eye contact with Will. I don't know if you noticed that. I Yes, he looks so guilty in that scene. I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know if he, he whatever feeling, he, he could have been feeling guilty, he could have been really excited to hear Will Ugh. talk about his crime. It's like, I think his feelings, intimate. yeah, I think his feelings are really mixed. Like you said, like he's thinking about how awesome it is that, you know, his friends could see that, you know, like he, he's almost proud that Will is his friend and that he's this smart, that he can outsmart him like nobody else can, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, (laughs) but at the same time, he's, you know, uh, I think he was a little nervous about that. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think if if they made eye contact, he would have like smiled like, oh, thank you. (laughs) So then switched to serious mode and was, I don't know what he said, but he, then he could make eye contact. And I was like, okay, he's back in control. And it's that beauty with Mads Mikkelsen's acting. It's just it's ever so slight it's those moments that you don't really catch unless you're watching properly and then you're like oh yeah he really embodies his character at least in this show and it is he does it's so much justice i love him and this character yeah i don't think there's any other hannibal that i've seen in the movies that does it this well i thought it was really desperate of bedelia to go see will at the end of that episode oh that was the end of the episode yeah i wrote that down she was like i believe you and i i like that will was almost shaking with like shock because yeah like that's hannibal's psychiatrist telling will with tears in her eyes yeah (laughs) like that must have been because up until this point all he had was his feelings his his uh, instincts telling him that it's Hannibal that's doing this to him, but nothing validates those feelings for him, at least so far. This is the first time that somebody who's also close to Hannibal gives him any kind of validation for his feelings. And that must have been very shocking to the system, like you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's dub- doubly um, shocking because if it was Beverly or Jack, it would be like, okay, good, finally you see my evidence. But whereas Will has never spoken to this woman before and for right. her to come up to him and say, I believe you, it's, it's like, shit. Like, okay, this might even be worse than I think it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And the um, way she says, I feel like I know you. I've heard so much about you. Like, oh, that's yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hannibal's basically in love with you, run. 
Yeah, like, um, I think you might have a stage four clinger. You need to get out of here. Yeah. Imagine your stage four clinger has you in prison. <laughs> Damn. Yikes. Like, I don't know how Will isn't constantly breaking down. He's um, a very strong person. That is for yeah. sure. I think he's, the fact that he has a goal, like, he now that he has like his presence of mind back he's very um eye on the prize right now and i think that's the only thing keeping him from really losing hope is that he's just like i have nothing else to do except to fight as hard as i can for my own self and my own innocence yeah that really makes me think of like the hero's journey of like you get to that rock bottom and the only thing you need right now is to survive. So whether that goal is, like, survival means for him getting out of prison, and then for someone else it might mean, you know, dealing with an addiction or something like that. But you get to that rock-bottom place, and that's the only thing that's keeping you from suicide, I guess, you know. Yeah, that's from true. giving up all hope. It's the idea of, well, I have two options, die or survive. Um, yeah, because he could always just say, you know, yeah, you're right. I was crazy. I must have done this, and just give up. But I, I don't think Hannibal wanted him to do that, it, despite the fact that he's trying to convince him that he did it. I don't think he wants him to believe it. I, I think he enjoys that he's fighting. Definitely, yeah. Hannibal is not. He's not really looking for a scapegoat. Um, he could have done that to anyone. Yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It was just a good segue for episode three. Yep. <laughs> um, that was the episode that I was in and out of because... <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you finish it after all? I did. I did. I realized, like, I must have, <laughs> like, conked off when we got to the last scene. And so I only had to watch the last two minutes. Oh, that's good. That's good. I think yeah. I was not super. Yeah. So tell me about. I'll tell you guys about episode three, and then you can tell me about it as well. Um. So episode three is called Hasoon, which is an interesting word. Um. It means a tray of tidbits from mountains and sea that the guests serve themselves to, and accompanies the round of sake, which is rice wine shared by host and guest. Um. Do you? No, wait, let me tell you the plot as well. Jack Crawford risks his job by going against the FBI's directives and revealing to the court that it was his hand that pushed Will to his limit. Oh, wow. I remember this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the lawyer going, Jack just really helped us. And Alana going, you know, Alana's like, well, you can't plead insanity twice. Like, Alana's really just has no faith in Will. None. I know. I'm like, girl, really? You think he did this? Yeah. Like, imagine, like, someone who could potentially love you is thinking that you're capable of such things she's like oh no you know you were you're not in your right mind and that's when i realized like they could never be together because I-, I would never accept someone who would believe someone else apart uh, you know because i think he told her that it wasn't him right he was telling everyone that it wasn't him well yeah didn't. he's telling everyone that will listen that it's not him yeah. And everybody's just like, come on, Will, just admit it that, you know, you were so sick that you, there's no way that you could know right from wrong or whatever. And it's like, 
okay, so he's just supposed to just give up and quit and pretend that, you know, that you're right, even though, like, give him the benefit of the doubt at least a little bit, but nobody will give him that. Yeah. Um, Until this episode. (laughs) Yeah. But, Um, you know, what's funny, I thought, I thought, you know, okay, so we'll get into it. This is when they're going to go to trial, like we said in the in the summary. And in the beginning, you know, uh, they have the scene where they're dressing to go to trial. <laughs> and it's it's such a great scene, like where they're both getting intimate. dressed. Yes. Oh, I and I love after sex scenes, they're like dressing. <laughs> when Hannibal was uh, closing his zipper, I was like, wow, they really had to put that in there, huh? <laughs> I thought it was really smart to to like show the close up of the cufflinks on uh, Hannibal's uh, y- y- cuffs, and then for you to see Will being handcuffed before he's let out to the the courthouse. I was oh, like, "Oh, that's a good scene." <laughs> that is that is nice imagery. Yeah, I like that. It's um, oh, the the mirroring in this show is amazing. Like going. Mm-hmm. It's almost foreshadowing what will happen to Hannibal um, later on. Yep. Yeah. This is true. I thought it was really funny. Like, like it, when they're sitting in the trial and they're talking about, you know, the I think they're doing their opening statements and mm-hmm. the prosecution is talking about Will being, you know, this uh, the smartest man in the room and uh, just and it cuts to Hannibal's face and he is just absolutely just smitten with himself because he knows that that woman is standing up there talking about him not will right okay yeah yeah definitely could be that i didn't think about it like that i thought it was more like what you said about him what like being like oh my friend is so smart kind of thing oh no he i'm pretty sure that he understood that this everything that they were saying was not about well and it's it's kind of a um it's a running theme where the people talking and accusing Will of things, uh, of certain things, it's like they're admitting things about themselves. Everybody from um, Chilton and Freddie, you know, they go up there and they point their fingers, but really, they're really pointing at themselves. They're describing themselves on those uh, on the stand, really. Okay, yeah. They're describing Hannibal. Or Hannibal too, yeah. yeah. I just I remember when Chilton went went up there. He said, uh, he called. He says, um, Will is driven by vanity and his own whims. And oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, come on now. We both know that's you, Chilton. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's the whole like projection thing. We all are mm-hmm. projecting. You know, you're the bad person, so I'm the bad person. Um. Yeah, was this the episode when he says to Will, I want you to believe in the best of me? Um, who says that to Will? Hannibal? Hannibal, yeah. Uh, yes, this is towards the end of the episode. Okay, so in this episode, um, Jack is on the stand talking yeah. about how he first met Will and he breaks down basically like this is when he's supposed to implicate Will and be like kind of the nail in the in the coffin for Will, but instead he goes up there 
and he admits that you know he pushed will and because of how he pushed will it's possible you know that it's because of him pushing him that he was i guess i mean i don't really understand how that would make the fbi look bad but i guess it does in a way because i mean if will is the murderer it's not like they told him to murder these people you know yeah so i just i don't get that part but they really don't want to look bad in this um episode and jack does he goes on and makes himself look bad and then after that you know everybody's it's a recess or whatever and will's lawyer gets a a package and in the package is a severed ear just like the ear that will uh threw up and so now you know we've got this severed ear and it's done in a way that looks to be like what you know the, the crimes that they're accusing will of but will of course didn't do this so what's going on yeah. And so all of a sudden we're like, uh, is there another person that's going to be implicated in this? Yeah, hmm. that's the beginning of like, uh, a, a, almost like a, um, a chance for Will to get out. And I don't actually remember, because I know I've, we've watched this before, but I don't remember if Hannibal sent him the ear or if it was that other guy or like, I think it's great for people who haven't seen this before, because now you're just wondering like, okay. Is Hannibal trying to help him, or is someone else getting involved? Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh it's it's nice and mysterious in this episode as far as how the ear got to him. Yeah. I for I forgot about the part where Hannibal is on uh, it, they, instead of uh, Alana. Alana, it's Hannibal on the stand. It's like season and, one all over again. I know. And did you notice that when Hannibal was up on the stand talking about Will, that his voice got so soft talking about him? Oh, I've noticed, yeah. I've been noticing <laughs> Hannibal's soft, sort of almost ASMR voice where he, where you can hear him swallow and it's like he's swallowing away tears. You know when you've got like that like rock stuck in your throat kind of feeling when you're like, yeah. you don't cry? Um, it it was so interesting. I even wrote the note, like, why is Hannibal in such a, he, it's like a sensitive, vulnerable state that he's trying to. Um, well, I really think that, you know, that scene that you talked about where Will said, you know, however, I, I can't remember the line, but something about, you know, the sun never showing on their friendship again or, or rising yeah. on their friendship again. Yeah. I think that really broke it, what, Hannibal's heart. Like he, he doesn't want that like he that's he knows he does not want that and now he's going to do what he can to not for that not to be the case yeah and he does everything he can um throughout the seasons to like avoid making uh, to avoid will making him his enemy because it's not like hannibal is um afraid of losing him as a friend only i think hannibal knows that if Will becomes his enemy, with Will's intelligence and um, drive, he will have to kill him. And it's kind of like he's pre-mourning the death of Will, if you know what I mean. True, like he's kind of savoring the fact that he's in the spot that he is now, because, you know, the only way for him to come out is for Hannibal, or for somebody, for somebody to take yeah. the blame. Yeah, and if that somebody is him, well, then he 
for sure will never get to be with Will or see Will again. Not the same yeah. way, at least. Right. Yeah. I think we discussed, like, what does Will really think last season? Um, or what's Hannibal's plan? Because if his plan, and this links to last season, because I think we discussed this in some way, but if Hannibal's plan is to get him out by blaming someone else, does he not realise that Will didn't just lose his opinion you know how he's saying you did this to me there will be reckoning what is like Hannibal's options here are very limited like as soon as Will gets out he should just kill him but he can't because it might be obvious or I mean we could still blame it on the the other killer but I just I just don't really understand how Hannibal could ever think that Will wouldn't betray him it's yeah. like I it's almost like a plot hole because I don't see Hannibal as that stupid. Well, and that's just it. It's like there's gotta be something so special about Will for him to just come like to willfully ignore that, you know? Okay, so you think he is ignoring I think he's that. I think he knows, but like he's just yeah. so beguiled by Will that he can't help but dismiss it you know yeah, it was like oh we get to have sessions again <laughs> we get to be like um uh detective partners and then i don't know like, i guess it's more interesting for hannibal because he gets to play with will's mind without the whole because he can't play the encephalitis card again will just will will just be like i'm going to another doctor thanks that's why um, he did what he did and he yeah. even he changed his M.O. when he killed the bailiff, you know, because it turns out that he got the bailiff to get the knife from uh, the, what's it called, the evidence room. And he used that to cut the ear off of the bailiff when he came to deliver the the the, the knife. And then he went and killed him, but he killed him with a gun instead of, you know, killing him with, you know, some sort of object, you know, like... It, pinning him but was that to... Hannibal or was that the other guy well that's just it is there another guy or is it Hannibal we don't know you know not in right. this episode at least and so Will doesn't know I can't remember either <laughs> I can't remember yeah it's fun <laughs> so Hannibal, memory. <laughs> right and so Hannibal's coming to talk to Will and he's like you see it could be a whole other person all of a sudden <laughs> Will's in the clear and Hannibal's in the clear. See, we can be friends again. Neither of us are murderers. You see, it's all fine. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's, yeah, it's insane. Like, he's really... Yeah. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I see so many like moments when I feel like Hannibal is just this, like Bedelia said, obsessed, you know? Absolutely. He is so obsessed. He will... Uh, he's really trying his best. To find a way to make Will love him again and make it so that even though Will, you know, he, he knows Will knows mm. that he'll find a way to make it not matter. Because, yeah. well, you know, he's trying to give himself some, um, what is it, um, plausible deniability. <laughs> also, in some way, even if, for example, Hannibal, uh, Will believes Hannibal is to blame Getting Will out of jail, if he manages to do that, is almost like a... Like you're thanking your um, prison guard. Like, okay, you put me here, but 
but you've also got me out. I don't know how to feel about that because without you, I wouldn't be here, but without you, I wouldn't get out. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's a very toxic, it's a very, like a trauma bond will yeah. form at that point. Mm. Possibly yeah. even Stockholm Syndrome at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think as well, like, what we're seeing is Hannibal's attempt at, first of all, using the encephalitis and all of that stuff to... I feel like the first season was about physically getting Will to embody Hannibal's um, vision for him, whether that's becoming Garrett Jacob Hobbs or shooting, um, what's his name, Gideon or, or whatever. And then eventually having the ear, the physical ear, like there was no way Hannibal was going to be like, here, have some human meat, you know, and, and disguise it as something else and then tell him, oh, by the way, you had you, you just had a person. Putting the ear in him, I feel like there was a lot of physical, forced physical um, negative experiences. And now this season is about, you can't force someone to switch sides. You have to sort of indoctrinate them or condition them, but you they also have to want it. So I feel like this season is about when he gets Will out and Will has this, almost this um, this rage, perhaps Hannibal wants him to have this rage so that he can start to look at killing him. Because I think he wants Han- he wants Will to, to kill for, uh, you know, because previously he's, he's killed to save Alana from Gideon, or he's killed to save, um, what's her name? There's Abigail. The, Abigail from Garrett. But to see Will kill Hannibal almost in this primal, like, I need to just, I hate you. Um, I think it's part of Hannibal's plan to get Will to be like, you know, you see, like, murdering is so awesome. Do it with me. Yeah, and it's kind of like the line that Garrett Jacob Hobbs said to him, like, like you see, you see, like, it's it's like... The murderers in this show, a lot of them. They just uh, want to be understood. Yeah, like, they're like, can't you see why this is so great? And, like, it's so funny that they all focus on uh, Will for this. Like, even the, the mushroom killer was the same way. He's just trying to get convince him that, you know, that this was the right thing. I was doing the right thing. It's just so, it's so funny to me that they, they're so deluded in their logic that they think other people can see it or understand it. Yeah. And it, and it, I like what you said about them focusing on Will. Will is the conduit. The, the, it's almost like he's the the medium between their world and our world. And yeah. they're just like, can you please see so that you can tell the others? Because in a way, he's his role is to translate these killers. You know, what is their design? But they That's want true. to go beyond that. And they want him to not just see their design as like, okay, this is the steps, but also... Understand it, empathize with it, agree with it. Yeah, exactly. Perhaps agree. Um... I thought that was funny at the end of the third season (laughs) when, uh, was it Hannibal? I think Hannibal was on the stand and everybody was like, you know what, we're just going to strike all this. This is not, this is not admissible. (laughs) And I was like, uh-oh, y'all are being rude. <laughs> Hannibal doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sure enough, hmm. the the judge ends up dead. 
at the very end with the whole balance thing which i think was quite beautiful Mm -hmm. the 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 what is it the what is that thing called i want to say the laws of justice but that's not it that's not it yeah it's like it's like the libra sign you know yeah it's like i just know the star signs like the the value of the um weighing it up side and side i think yeah the message is like fuck the justice system it's corrupt or you made the wrong choice here well yeah because they're having to make a decision i think it's uh more of a representation of what his friends are having to decide between what they're seeing and what they're what they know with their brains and what they feel with their hearts because this was their friend Oh, and did he have his heart in one or something? Yes, yes. It was oh. his brain on one side and his heart on the other. I thought that was like, I was that like, is wow. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And what was the thing that Hannibal was mad at again? He was mad because, um, okay, so he was on the, the, Will's lawyer was trying to, they had decided, okay, we're not going to go this, you know, he was crazy route. Like he was, you know, so sick that he murdered people route anymore. Now they were going to try to to actually go for the innocence because now they have this other person that's mailing, you know, um, ears and killing bailiffs. And, and so they were like, yeah, see, there's, it's plausible that there is another person out there that actually did this. And that is trying to frame well. And so Hannibal was up there trying to give uh, validity to that. And that's when they're like, well, aren't you his friend? And they're like, aren't you very close to him? And he said, Will is my friend. And I wrote, Will is my, uh, in parentheses, boyfriend. <laughs> yep. That's, that's so cute. That's so cute. I was like, oh, that's his friend. And then, then they threw out all of that uh, testimony and they won't oh. let them go with that angle. They're like, it's not admissible. You, oh. can't, you can't use it. Hannibal's like, well, you know, I guess I just have to kill more people. <laughs> and he does. He's killing he people does. until Will is, well, maybe until Will is free. We'll see. <laughs> and, and that's just it. It's like the stag. That's why he had that dream where the stag is like leading him out. But then at the very end, he turns around and it's Hannibal holding open the door to his cell. I think if I oh. remember it right. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was some weird image imagery right there about their relationship. Yep, yep. He <laughs> he has it's to like, cross that beast now. Yeah, it's like the murder part of Hannibal wants him free, but the person suit Hannibal needs him to be locked up in order for person suit Hannibal to be able to continue to exist. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, little channel change, but when Jack, I, I don't know at what point this was, because again, I was in and out of this episode, but Jack said, we're the clowns. I just started laughing. I was like, you got that right. You are the clowns and you just don't know how much just yet. Um, it, it wasn't that, um, I think that was towards the end, right? Whenever, uh, he was, uh, once they killed the judge, right? And he's talking to the FBI. Oh head i think oh and she was she was really offended at him at her being included in the we there and the clowns (laughs) 
Oh, she she she. Uh, I like her character. She was very funny. Like, yeah, she was always offended and angry. <laughs> She's just like, I can't believe you people are trying to make this more complicated. I'm just about to fire all of you. <laughs> like, she was so ready. She's like, what do you mean? There's been another murderer. Who is it this time? I think the FBI wanted it to just be Will, so it could be okay. Case closed, but now it's yep. like, what? They can't. And now it's a mess. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a big mess. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks, Hannibal. Good job, Hannibal. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And there were so many moments in the the first three episodes where Hannibal is sitting alone, looking across, and his in his office is dimmed. It's dark, and you you get this feeling of like yeah, like you said, like Hannibal misses Will, but also maybe has some regrets because he is super forlorn for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He he's got to have some regrets about this. I mean, that was his bestie, and now he's gone. You know, and also that. This is what I'm trying to understand. It's like, well, why did you get him in trouble? Like, if you liked him so much, was it because they were getting so close to him that he needed to? I guess. Oh yeah. Well, we we talked about this. It's because of Abigail throwing a wrench in his situation that he had oh, yeah. to go this route, you know? Yeah, yeah. He could have just um, killed her quietly, no? Maybe. It's... I do. I think there is, it's a mix of her throwing a wrench in the works, but also um, he didn't seem, he seemed to have this plan for Will, even before Abigail, with the whole, like, let's just leave you sick, let's just see what you will do. Mm -hmm. Um and like, from the very beginning of season one, you know, almost coaxing him into believing he is one with Garrett Jacob Hobbs because he yeah. wants Will in that killer mindset, like in that you are one of us. Stop! Don't forget that you're not just this empath. You are. You, yeah, us. you're right. He he like he really wants for Will. I think I think he feels seen by Will. I think he feels appreciated in a sick way. And uh, I think he feels validated by Will since he can empathize so much and like he can see why he does or what his motivations are, his design, you know. And I think he really likes it and I think he likes it so much that he was like convinced that he could make Will become him or at least become his psychic. Or something, you know? Yeah. I think it's also Misery Loves Company kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you don't get to just dip your toes into this. Like, you have the potential. I'm going to make you see it. Um, and I think, I think um, in a way, Hannibal feels incredibly lonely. Uh, so this was his only way of forming True. a bond with someone. True. Um, and because Will was so attached to Abigail, like Will really liked Abigail, I think that's the only reason he let Abigail live. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's it's almost bridging the gap between Will's uh, human, like normal side, like okay, his love for for people and dogs and Abigail, and Hannibal being like, I guess you can have both, like. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to be better if you're willing to be worse. Yeah. 
it was like a like a like a compromise i think is what he was willing like it was all one-sided it's not like will had any idea that he was sacrificing <laughs> all this but in his mind on his side that's that's what he was doing he was sacrificing so much for will why can't will see that <laughs> yeah yeah and then then <laughs> i look forward to hannibal proving just how much he sacrificed for will by unleashing his true side in this season oh yeah it's gonna be good i can't wait to see uh episode four five and six next week yeah we're <laughs> i'm really excited to i think season one is so tame in comparison to this season yeah yeah it's um, gonna it's gonna be wild i'm 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 very looking forward to it especially because i don't remember it very much so this will all feel very new again in season three like even less so it's yes. almost like watching it for the first time almost yeah but yeah um any any last any more thoughts about this episode or wrapping up covered everything yeah okay yeah me too i definitely had fewer notes for the last episode but i appreciate the detail there um from you so thank you guys for listening thank you selma for joining me um, thanks for having me thanks for yeah. listening everybody yeah uh we look forward to the next one see you guys then take care everyone bye <laughs>